Mama, we can listen to TNT. What's going on, y'all? What Welcome to is? another episode of Trigger Not Traumatized. I am JT. And this is Jalice. And yes, we are back living in this crazy day. A lot's going on in the world. We can't wait to discuss. Yeah. <sighs> wait, what, what you been up to, week? bro? You good? You had a good week? Um, I'm just trying to see what the president got going on with these student loans. You know, like we talk about graduation. And um, I think they got deferred for another 90 days. But let me tell you. I wasn't going to plan back anyway, but I'm trying to see what it got going on. So, what, you know what I'm saying, the next plan is. What about you? Yeah, I did peep that. I did see that they were trying to forgive a few, and then they were like, no, nah, we're going to start payments again in February. And I'm like, okay, just take this exactly. burden off of me. Like, <laughs> you don't need to bring it, but we'll figure it out. But folks been missing money, you know. It's the, the unemployment you know lost a lot of money, so I figured that's true. Then they're talking about um, COVID been going crazy, like literally running rampant throughout the United States and really, quite frankly, the world. Like, um, it's that Omicron variant, the Omarion. Yeah, I have been seeing that. What I have noticed, though, is like I've seen a lot of people get it, but I haven't noticed as many deaths. And like um, my prayers go out to the family who has the families who have experienced mm. that. But um, I'm very blessed. To not have that close to home right now, thank God. Yeah, y'all continue to mask up, uh, wash your hands. You know what I'm saying. Take care of your bodies, mm-hmm. and um, just really be safe. You know yeah. these um, variants are out there. You got Delta, and we don't know what's next, but we do want y'all to stay blessed and stay safe. Tight shit. For sure. But without for further sure. ado, we might as well um, start our first segment, which is Target practice. Target pregnancy. <laughs> have reached the voicemail box of Trigger Not Traumatized. Hello, please leave a message after the tone. <laughs> this week we'll be doing a little something different. Um, usually we read each other's work, but you know, we came to the conclusion that this week, very special week, it being Christmas week and we doing Dreamcatcher, that we should do our own, you know what I'm saying? It's um. We're going to do this all the time, but we're going to figure it out which way we choose to do it. But um, I'll do mine first. And, you know, the theme is Dreamcatcher. A friend is very excited to share a story. Dude, the graphics on this game are literally insane. Top quality cream of the crop. I've never experienced something so realistic. All you do is, see, you put on the headset and voila, you're virtually in the game. Can you uh, see me on the screen? Here, I can pretty much do whatever I want. Then, the VR technology is just out of this world. Look at the graphics as I fly. And it really feels like I'm flying. Have have you ever had a a lucid dream? It's pretty much a dream you can control. Like, you are aware that it is a dream and you can control it. Something like uh, the kid from Sharkboy and Lava Girl. uh, Max, I think, is his name. Well, this game pretty much lets you do the same thing. Here I built my own city, own house, own beach, own yacht, and pretty much I've been living like a king. It took a week straight of gameplay, but it was worth it. Let me give you all a quick tour of the town. Look, look, Mad Whore 500. They uh, sometimes come from the neighboring island. I don't know who or what they are in real life, but sometimes we kick it in my rooftop skyline jacuzzi. Naked. Hey, Maddie. Oh, I, I, I guess they're busy. 
That's where I do yoga and watch the sunset. I go to this gym. They have classes on Wednesdays. I like to go to this bar with the guys. <laughs> this spot right here is my favorite. The arcade. They literally have every game. A game inside of a game with every game? You can't get any better than that. The game is also connected to the internet, so with each change of the outside world, this place gets an automatic update available for each user. Uh, so yeah, I've been living like a god. Got everything I need and then some. Who cares about my crappy apartment? Here, I have a kingdom. All the fame and fortune I desire. And nothing is for me in the outside world anyways. I figure I just spend the rest of my days exploring this world and creating. And I hope by the time I die, there is a way to upload my conscience in the game and I can just be in here forever. A friend. Mmm, I don't know about all this. Maybe you should, um, possibly take a break from the game and take a shower and feed your cat. I mean, get this dead cat out of here. Just a thought. And that is it. That's hey. my target practice. Hey, my little my man was <sighs> lost for real. Like, chose a yeah, whole nother lifestyle. <laughs> it like it bring you back to that like Black Mirror esque. Um, I was yeah, you know we did sure. Dreamcatcher, so I was thinking um into the metaverse and like the plans for the future. You know this new thing coming out where um things are getting um virtual, like even like how the internet came out uh twenty years ago, or whatever. So you know what I'm saying? I was just yeah. on that kind of cusp and like in that realm. Though. What do you think? Though I feel that most definitely, bro, because sometimes you can get caught up into social media electronics black mirrors mm -hmm. you know you can get caught up into those things because they're like a dream where you can pretty much control everything you want but i'm trying to manifest taking the control that i have in lucid dreams into my actual living of everyday life you feel yeah, me like, like i want to i want to be able to say you know what this is what i want and maybe it takes longer than how it jumps in a dream like boom like i got it like oh i want a piece of cotton candy i got it right now maybe it takes longer than that but we still have that same brain to manifest those things in our present you know just like your dream or your video game, you know, where you jumped in there and it became everything you wanted it to be. But we still got that control, y'all. We still can catch those but, dreams, you feel me? <laughs> but technology also changes the way we live our lives. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. humans last century, they didn't carry around technological devices everywhere they go. Like the way we carry around our cell phones today, you feel me? But I so do like think... We don't know what the next technology is going to change to how we live now. I think times do adjust with our technology, though, in a, in a sense, you know, like we're caught up in one thing and at, uh, we're caught up in our phones. And I guess at one point people were caught up in newspapers and at another point people were caught up in how the sun is moving. And maybe it was more productive for them, fact. but we're just trying to use the times that we have now and the materials that we have now and make it work for ourselves. Like, don't allow it to be a crutch but allow it to be a staircase to build us to more realizations as we evolve. I'm fucking with it. That is factual. factual I appreciate the, um, factual. I appreciate the, uh, you know what I'm saying, the um, feedback, bro. You're a real nigger. Now let's hear yours. Yeah, okay, okay. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. This piece is called The Seven Hoods. So, yeah, let's get into it.
Once upon a time, there were seven heirs to the throne, each as powerful as the next. It was no secret as to why they thrived. It had something to do with the black bodies that carry the green meadows, with the spirit and blood that ties them all together. The first hood belongs to Queen Umoja. She always has the music bumping and the customers coming back for more. The dancers are running off stage into the dressing room to change for their next set. Umoja yells on stage, I said, are you ready to empty them pockets? The club is lit, but the dressing room has a whole other vibe. Y'all better stop before Ja gets in here. Nah, forget all that. This bitch gonna learn some manners. And who gonna teach me? Some $2 stripper who can't entertain her customers? Y'all better get her before I whoop this hoe. No, what you do is hoe. What I do is dance. And I can hear y'all on stage arguing about this dumb stuff. What's the difference? Jazz? Candy? I told y'all. Nah. Ain't nobody told nobody nothing because y'all still in here arguing like we ain't in this together. You think these niggas know the difference? Oh, because you wear a little bit more clothes. They could give a damn if you in a gown from head to toe. They see us all the same way. Some ass they think they can get because they got some money. We all got the same target on our back when we walk outside them doors. So stop with the you a hoe, you a stripper childish bullshit. Shit, the way I see it, we are hustlers. And either we play the game together or get played by fighting each other. Now y'all hug, kiss, and grab this cup and let's fuck it up the last shake that ass Sunday of the year. Oh, or y'all don't know how to keep up with a bad bitch no more. Is that it? The girls get tea. They're all passing the cup around while Umoja is throwing ass all over the place. Ooh, fuck it up, fuck it up, ay, ah, fuck it up, fuck it up, ay. They chant, carrying the chants carry over into another ghetto. The hood of, help me out, my brother. Help me out. Kuja Chugam. Kuja Chagalia. <laughs> Kuja Chagalia. Shout, out, yeah, shout yeah. out to that hood. The hood of Kuja Chagalia. <laughs> it is the very yeah. chanting of our peers that builds us up or tears us down. Kuja Chagalia is sitting in his room alone. He pulls out his laptop. There seems to be no one he can share this moment with. But for some reason, voices keep inviting themselves in. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. Fuck it up. You're going to fuck it up like you always do. Do you know your father applied to that same school? And you know what happened to him? Hey, Big K, I, I looked over your transcripts. Uh, what about a basketball scholarship? After viewing your application, we regret to inform you. If it's about money, I can show you how to make some real bread. Look at this nigga. Mr. Ivy Lee can't learn shit from the hood no more. All I'm saying is if you majored in something different, you could actually bring some money in. I mean, it's cool if it doesn't work out because your uncle got that spot down on. I got in. Oh, my goodness. I, I can't believe this. I, I, I got in. Sometimes our community can break us down, but maybe... We have the wrong circle because there are people who leave the hood just to come back and make it stronger. 
Nia is back at her old stomping grounds, handing out Kenya's candles, laying cake pops, and accessories. Oh my goodness, I, I can't believe this. It's Nia. Nia? Nia! Look over here! Look, look up here! Hey, bruh, this ain't no photo shoot. This bigger than your camera. Oh, yes, Nia, that's perfect. Hey, bruh, I'm not joking. I excuse me, Nia? Yes, little mama. I wanted to tell you that I listened to your last album. You may not know it, but I never wanted to forgive my father. But your music helps me do that. I appreciate you. Nah, I appreciate you. A bargani, Nia. Sometimes we impact the youth, but other times they impact us. Each one teaches one in the hood of Ujama. A bargani, Abram. Uh, a bargani, Mr. I keep forgetting your name. Mr. Ujama. Oh, yeah. It's Mr. Ujama. Are you our teacher? Yes, I'm going to be helping you all learn some new things these next few weeks. Okay, Mr. Ujama. I hope we can talk about dinosaurs in your class, because we never do. Do you know about dinosaurs? A little, I guess. Oh, your father didn't tell you about them? No, he didn't. Oh, that's okay, because my daddy told me about them, and he can teach you. You just got to ask your mommy if you can come to my house. You think she's going to say yes? We are all just a child asking a question. We question life. We question purpose. We question love. But in this next hood, we find people questioning their kumba. You think she'll say yes? Why wouldn't she? I mean, it's nothing fancy. I know a big diamond is what every woman wants. That's not true. She'll love it because you made it. No other reason. Do you love her? I do. Does she love you? I hope so. Ugh. She loves you, okay? And you could give her a rubber band and she would be happy you made it. Do you hear me? I hear you. Good. Now, let's hope she don't get a splinter from that thing. And if she doesn't like it, you can just tell her that wood is stronger than metal. Like the love between y'all, you feel me? <laughs> oh, God. No matter what hood you inhabit, it all survives off of one thing. Imani. Oh, God. I don't know how to come to you. To be honest, I didn't want to come to you because I don't know how to talk to you. I guess I just want to get help because I've tried everything else and, you know, everybody keeps telling me, believe. Even when I was a little girl, believe, 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 and you will see. Well, I ain't never seen no fat man coming down my chimney. Uh, or, or anything like that. But I'm hoping you're there. Because I need you. This is my first Christmas without her. And I don't know how I'm going to make it. But I hope you do. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, that was hey, that was some pieces in there. Like, like, could you, um, Arthur? 
could you explain these? I heard some interesting um, words in there. Um, was you referencing Kwanzaa? I was referencing Kwanzaa. Oh, yes. I tell. Could you could you help us? <laughs> tell us about the piece, man. Nah, bro. So like, I started to sit back and think about Kwanzaa, and you know, like as I started to do my research on what Kwanzaa meant to different people, which we're gonna talk about in our nigga knowledge. But when I started seeing what they meant and what they represented, I'm like. Wow, we see this every day in our hood, and we don't even acknowledge Kwanzaa a lot of the times. At least me and my family don't. And then I sit mm. back and I think, like, one of one of the the principles of Kwanzaa is is unity and self determination. And one that really, really impacted me in this episode was was purpose. Kuji Chagulia. Yeah, that one, that one, that one stumped me over, my boy. I ain't even gonna kid you. I ain't even gonna hold you, but. But I, but for me it was purpose, and that's Nia, y'all. Like so, when you hear people saying a bargani, a bargani Nia, the news is Nia, um, and that's purpose, you know. And I and I look at that snippet that I wrote about Nia, and about the purpose that she was fulfilling in her hood. And y'all didn't hear it, but I dropped a few important companies and brands on y'all. I dropped Kenya's Candles, which is a candle creation company that is booming and blasting. Y'all get y'all. Christmas candles. I dropped accessories where we're obsessed with accessories, and that's another black owned business, you know, selling jewelry to us, making us feel good. And Lang's Cake Pops, these are all folks that I met in high school or when I was younger who have created their business because Lang Pop Cake Pops is busting right now. And, you know, Kwanzaa is to help black people pour back into our community and bring us all together. So I'm really fucking with the episode. I was fucking with just giving y'all little snippets of dreams and things that I see around me. And I hope y'all was fucking with it. Um, Also, bro, you might as well um, find out if they let you put that on the uh, social medias because we can add that to the uh, socials and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. I think Kwanzaa should be a mainstream holiday. We got to figure out how to make it a mainstream holiday, however we do it. But um, we can definitely start by putting some of these things on the uh, on on um, social media so people can see that. Because, you know, they usually break down Kwanzaa every year, like the different things. I, I kind of heard it in your piece. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some of them, uh, like I heard Nia, like, like you know, the heart one, Kudu Chagulia, Habarigani. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can kind of get a better understanding of those things to make it a mainstream thing. I think we should do that, though. Yeah, we but really should. You, Raven. That was a good piece, bro. Thanks, bro. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you appreciated it. And um, let's get on into our next segment, then. Let's for go sure, ahead. Sure. Swoop in it the nigga knowledge, then. <laughs> nigga knowledge. <laughs> What you got? So yeah, like I guess this is a perfect time for me to break down some of the days that's in Kwanzaa Umoja, which is unity. That is the first day of Kwanzaa, which um, most times you you might have heard in my last piece. I brought in that snippet of them drinking out of the cup, but this is literally a communion day where you sit with your family, you practice unity, um, and then and we what go. What day is that? That is December twenty sixth. So Kwanzaa goes from December twenty sixth. All the way to January first, and Bet. so we still in a holiday. We are. We we getting ready to come up on it, and like the whole premise is to not pour into a capitalist 
capitalistic society. So like most of the things surrounding Kwanzaa is about creating and building and pouring into your community. But when it was created, it was actually created fairly recently. It's a recent holiday, but unlike any other holiday, it is not a religious one. And the creator of this holiday made it very clear was actually an African-American man who created this holiday to bring mm -hmm. us all together. And a lot of people thought it was a religious divergent holiday. So he made it clear that no, this is not a religious holiday like most of the ones we celebrate. This is a cultural right. holiday. And that's what he stamped Kwanzaa as, as a cultural holiday. So first we practice Umaja, which is unity. Kuju Chagalia, thank you Josh for helping me out. It's self-determination. <laughs> you know, sometimes you don't got nobody to pat you on your back. You gotta get it yourself. Ujama, which is collective work and responsibility that had to do something uh, with, I, I, I combined that one with purpose this time because you know, we 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 can use our purpose and pour into our community. Um, Ujama is um, <laughs> I see yeah, I, ahead, no, for real. Like that's how I felt when I was writing a piece because I was like, collective work and responsibility. That's my purpose. You feel me? Like I'm working. Mm, I'm doing this. Collective I'm, work and and purpose. I don't know. Collective. I, I think they. No, I think he made them uh, separate for a reason. But I understand why you would put them together. Yeah, but they right. probably Serve two different purposes. You feel me? Like right. collective, like what your role is in the community, and purpose versus what your uh, existence. Your, you know, what I'm saying, like what? How do you justify your existence? True and stuff. I think them might be two separate things though. But I still see why you put them together. I feel what was you, the other one? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for me, for me, like you gotta bring what you can bring to the table. You can't you can't be no fish trying to climb no tree. You know, if you a fish, swim for the community. <laughs> if if you can climb a tree, climb a tree. But you know, find your purpose and, and see how you can be um use that reasonably and responsibly. Um next is Ujama, which is um cooperative economics. Which is, you know, pouring back into community, um, using the money that you earn to give back to your community. So that's us supporting our black businesses, you feel me? Then we have Nia, which is purpose, Kumba, which is creativity, and Imani, Imani, which is faith. And I really, truly feel mm. like the community that we're serving, we, we get disappointed oftentimes. And faith is believing in things Facts. that you cannot see. And... That's something that thrives in the black community of us believing in things that we cannot see until we can. And um, I'm just very grateful for that. So that's that's one of my facts this week. Get into it. You know, celebrate Kwanzaa. You still got time. And you ain't got to spend no bread, bro. You just got to be a working black man, black woman. <laughs> Intentional. Like. Just just intend to. Hell yeah. That's good, bro. That's good info. Uh, I definitely need that myself. Like I said, bro, we got to add that to the social media, bro. The more information we be able to share with people, that, that's like we can make the holiday a mainstream holiday because um, I didn't even know that it wasn't um, religious. You just gave me that just then. I thought it was like something to do with the Muslims or something, you know, like the Africa's colors and stuff. You know how it just appears. So yeah. I, I, I kind of got that religious stigma, but now that I know it is not, it's even, you know what I'm saying, further incentive to celebrate the holiday and make it a mainstream black holiday. For sure, it's a, it, is, it is supported by the Pan-African flag to represent the black people, yeah. the, the green land 
that was taken from us and that we're still yet building upon and the blood that was shed for our people. So like, it's nothing about, it's nothing about religion, simply about culture. And y'all hold on to that for me. I bet, bet, bet. My fact is I got an African-American woman fact. So, uh, you know, we intend to have these podcasts come out on Wednesday. So I had to get my fact for the Wednesday. I know that it's the 23rd and this podcast may come out Christmas Eve. It doesn't, you may hear it Christmas Eve, but just know that it is about December 22nd, 1944. African-American women during World War II had difficulty volunteering to serve in the war effort. During that time, 6,520 African-American women served as Women Army Corps, WACs. The first two African-American women accepted for volunteer emergency service officers, Lieutenant Harriet Ida Pickens and Ensign Francis Wills. These are some old black woman names, by the way. Like, you don't hear no names like this no more. Like, no more Francis, uh, uh, Ida, uh, Ida, Harriet Pickens. <laughs> but these are names that should live on forever <laughs> But they were sworn in on this day as well And of the 80,000 um, women accepted for voluntary emergency service Only 72 African American women served So it's still some bullshit that Of the 80,000 women who wanted to participate in the war efforts They only allowed 72 so you know, like, people still want to fight for their country. Like, if you're going right. to make us citizens, you know, you want to participate. And that's crazy that only 72 did participate. But um, the diligence and the diligence that it really came with and uh, wanted to serve. So, shout that's out to those real women. Because to there, were, there were armies led by... African African women um, before colonization. Factual. This was it was common for black women to lead troops and advocate on our behalf. Bro, we actually have to get more into that because I'm. This is my whole theory, and this is kind of a little left field, but this is why we can't follow um, societal gender standards, like when it comes to masculinity and femininity, because we live in two different worlds when it came to people being from Europe and people living in that lifestyle of, you know what I'm saying, above, you know what I'm saying, the equator and, and, and the way we lived in Africa, I feel like women didn't serve a secondary role back on the motherland. I think that it always been like, sometimes how, like, um, the lion prides are or how wolf packs are they might have like two i feel like just the hierarchy was just different i don't think it was like women were just uh staying back and gathering and shit like that I for think that, sure because uh, even in the example you know of saying? our animals we even had leaders we had w- women leaders though you know what i'm saying like powerful queens who like you know what i'm saying protected their whole kingdom and queendom and whatever yeah, yeah for yeah. sure that's my theory we can't follow their standards type shit we can't because it's, it's difficult to to see how it's working for them because it oftentimes results in war or climate problems or, or some things that just, just isn't equality and equity. You feel bro, me? Bro, I heard this TikTok, bro. This TikTok, this girl was talking about, she was like, she was, whatever she was talking about, I really forgot. But I know that in the TikTok, she was like, yeah, I'm a black woman and I'm a mad black woman, but I am right. And I was like, you know what? You sure is. Uh-huh. Like we always, it's always a stigma of, 
she's a mad black woman this, a mad woman that. But regardless of the emotion, they be right. Exactly. Using that to negate like, what we actually is, yeah, are bringing to the table. Exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, this bitch just mad. No, this bitch is correct. You feel me? She's correct. And that's why you try not to hear her. But um, anyways, that's my uh, first uh, my fact. What hack you got for this week? What hack I have, y'all, is... I don't know about y'all. This is the dream catcher episode, but I don't dream, y'all. Like, I dream, but it's like five minutes after I wake up. If I don't write it down, if I don't talk to somebody about it, I'm going to lose most of the parts. And I feel like that happens in real life um, when we're advocating for our physical dreams and when we're dreaming actually in our sleep. If you don't communicate those things, if you don't write it down, and put it down plain, it will leave you. So that is my hack this week. If you are dreaming and you feel like you can't retain your dreams, but you're enjoying them so much, one hack is to first write it down when you immediately wake up. If you sit down and try and recall the dream before interacting with outside world and other people, you may be able to retain your dreams a little bit more. And it'll help you it'll help you in future in the future so you don't have to write them down um also what helps is that is tart cherries y'all this is a sleep aid tart cherry juice i know everybody not into juice tart fruit, tart, 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 tart cherries <laughs> tart cherry like that's like what, is the, a tart? like what you got to do to get it tart <laughs> no i'm saying like you know how like there's spring cherries summertime cherries and then there's mm. the mascarpone cherries and then there are the deep oh, deep these type of cherry. red cherries yeah there are cherries that are sweet and then there are cherries that are tart you eat the tart ones oh. you before you go to bed you'll have more uh explicit dreams and you'll be able to control them in a way um also you know this is this is a hack that i thought was not true but that whole drinking warm milk before you go to bed, um, I know everybody's not into all different types of milk, but it is it is whole milk. You have to drink the cow's milk, I guess, um, before you go to bed, which will help, which will help with dreaming, you know. Um, but but these these the things that I'm listing, um, which is fish, milk, eggs, nuts, tart cherries, um, goji berries. All of these foods are heavy in melatonin. Um, I know people take the straight melatonin pill, um, and that puts them out. So then when you wake up the next morning, you cannot retain your dream because you was just knocked out. But if you use these natural supplements and these natural fruits, fruits, vegetables, um, you'll have more lucid dreams, and you can hold on to them when you wake up. Because I love dreaming when I do. So hopefully y'all do too. That's some good shit, bro. Um, I don't know about the whole milk one, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I know, bro. I put no milk in your body during this COVID time. Try to limit y'all cheeses and all that. Y'all know black folks, we ain't supposed to be eating that, that cow stuff. That was for baby cows. But uh, it, it is what it is. I was like, I was like, tart cherries. Cause I thought you sometimes I see my um, mom be having like cherries in a jar. I'd be like, what do you have, what do you cherries for? Those are normally the like, mar- those, those are like the ones that go on your ice cream type. No one's yeah. in the jar or in your liquor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, yeah, bro, that's some good shit. Um, my hack for this uh, week is, you know, we finna get ready to enter a new year in about a, a week or so. Um, I would suggest, and what I'm gonna do myself, I plan to do with my girlfriend. We plan to make vision boards for 2022. So I think it's time that we should begin our goals in order. We should begin mm-hmm. our plans. You know what I'm saying? We should just be gearing up 
to go into this new year to be able to conquer and do everything we got to do. I got goals I want to get accomplished myself. I want to get ready to go back into grad school and, you know, um, further advance in business and learn some more things. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm going to be working on. But, you know, find you some time to where you can. I think I might actually literally get some magazines and cut some shit out. For and, sure, bro. Like, visually see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's real good to visually see it. You got to keep that motivation because... The world is changing every day, and uh, you don't want to get caught in no dark place, or you don't want to be stagnant. You want to, you know, what I'm saying, keep your, keep your shit growing. So yeah, I say make a vision board. That's really dope. You know, my um, me and my sister in law, we did a vision board. We actually did a vision bottle, which was super fun. We both got a bottle of wine, sat down, cut the cut the clips out of the magazine, and by the time the bottle of wine was gone, we could tape what we cut out in the magazines on our bottle of wine and it just what? it just That's lit as fuck. and it was very cheersome so so throughout the year when i seen that bottle of champagne not it was a wine bottle but it was like okay we celebrating something what are we gonna celebrate today we're gonna get this done this is the dream that i have so it was really good to um put it on a wine bottle That's it, it, one, it was like a little fun sure. Yeah, for That's sure. That's gonna listen we're gonna get a big bottle of hand dog <laughs> hand Oh, and even even <laughs> what you could do is do 365 goals, small goals, you know, attainable goals that you could put inside of the bottle. And every day you take out a new goal and try and attack that for the day. These are just ideas for your vision board this year. Um, if y'all want to get into that. Well, um, do you got another uh, hack? My other hack is for the people who are celebrating Christmas and Kwanzaa and Hanukkah and all other holidays that happen during this time, know that you do not have to put in that much bread. Um, I'm going to go ahead and drop what I'm doing for my mama. She's been wanting a pair of Crocs, y'all. So I am customizing her some Crocs like I've seen on Instagram. And yes, it's a smaller gift, but I think she's going to love it because I put a lot of time and effort into it in the spirit of Kwanzaa. Um, So I would suggest you do the same things. I asked my mama this week, I said, mama, would you rather one big gift or a lot of small mini gifts um, that make me think of you? And, you know, she gave her answer. We ain't going to end her out right now. But, <laughs> but <laughs> for sure, like, to me, to me, like, if you ain't got it, do a cute little stocking stuffer that just makes you think of that person. Um, because Santa Claus can teach us a lot of things of, oh, you get this because you're good or you don't get this because you're bad. But it's ultimately giving people things that um, make them feel like they did something great for the year. And I hope you all are doing that. That's a good one. And uh, five and below open to y'all. But um, that's real too. <laughs> that's real too. But um, that was uh, that was nigga knowledge, wasn't it? Yeah, that and was sure nigga, nigga, nigga knowledge. Y'all, thank y'all for listening. I hope y'all got something that y'all can use. And we're gonna move into our last and final segment of trench talk. Trench talk. Trench. You know we got that trench talk. Trench talk, trench talk. What they saying in the screenies? You want to start with this one first, too? Um, what you got? Yeah, I get into this one. Um, So I just want to give another big shout-out to all of the people that are out there going to get it. Um, You know, I've seen a lot of 
different peers just starting their businesses, you know, going into different art realms. And I just want to give everybody who has been doing that a big, big shout out. And I want to shout out KTF. Um, her birthday just passed this week. I want to give her a big shout out as well as all of the Sages hey, who are birthday, coming boss. and going because we're getting ready to go into Capricorn season and we're going to appreciate these Sagittarius that we've had in our lives. <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, so happy birthday to all the December babies. And my sister had a birthday too. It was December 12th. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. Sagittarius, that's what they say. <laughs> I love a Sag. Um, I love a Sag. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my first one is uh, Shots Rang Out in Buckhead at, um, I think it was Phillips Plaza. Somebody got shot in the theater. It was over a seat. Um, just some just some regular shit, y'all. Make sure y'all out there being safe and knowing that it's not worth it. These people will shoot you. And mm-hmm. trying to stay alive. Atlanta is not like how Atlanta used to be. These niggas is not from the city. These is outsiders coming over here trying to be different. And For sure. shit work out. And um, also, bro, let the insurance get it. It's been a lot of folks stealing from people at the pump. And I know people have different yeah. tactics, but um, I did hear about a young man. He decided not to give his car up. And they shot him in the leg. Luckily, he is alive yeah. and doing well. But they did shoot, bro, in the leg. And took his car's deal. So damn, so he got look, a bullet and still lost his car. We have monetary things that we could just give away. Let the insurance go ahead, eat that, my boy. You ain't got to be That's big tough. Up. You out here in these You're streets, like, bro. I'm still gonna shoot you, and I'm still gonna get the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still taking your whip, you my boy. Shot. You could have just walked away. You could have walked, walked away. <laughs> Or you could get carried away, nigga. It's on you. I'm going to get the car. But that's fucked up. <laughs> that is fucked that's up. fucked up. But no, for real, for oh real. God. Like, let these folks take whatever they want. And, you know, yeah. you'll get double for your struggle. It's a, the economy bad. Folk fucked up. No niggas ain't trying to, you know what I'm saying? Fuck niggas. So, man, that's what they get. But um, anyways, y'all be safe over here. My mm-hmm. next one is, Diddy wins a bidding war and is record, uh, reportedly set to buy back his fashion brand, Sean John, for <gasps> $7.5 So let me ask you this. Raven, would you wear Sean John again? Bro, I had on some Sean John pants the other day. I was not yeah. like, let me tell you, my brother got some Christmas present. He got some a Christmas gift from his godfather. And his godfather, you know, was an older man, bought my brother some Sean John. And my brother was like, you know, <laughs> my mother was like, my my little brother, y'all. He's like, what is this? Like, what is this? <laughs> but I used to have some Sean John jean shorts, and that them bitches said Sean John on the side. I used to be like, buddy, nigga, these Sean John, these Sean John, what you got going on? What, what you got going on? Sound like something. Niggas ain't still niggas is not still Sean John, but I'm definitely. I mean, if it look good, I would put it back on. If it look good, I would. These you know, and look. You know, I don't never, it's sad that we have men clothes, female clothes, but I don't never too much, um, I don't never too much put on name brands like that or go shopping for men cut jeans. But these jeans actually look good on me and they was like some real cool car, uh, cargo type jeans. They nice. I'm proud that he's able to buy back this company because a lot of producers and musicians and artists they want their art to carry them, but sometimes that ain't that ain't what's contributing yeah, to sell wealth. It, it ain't yours no more. You're right. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought it back, my boy. Put that money back into the community. 
And we're going to be out here well, next sure, year. 7.5 ain't bad either for Diddy if he's supposed to be a billionaire. He got it like that, so he should be straight. Shoot. Um, what you got, though? What I got is he ain't, that ain't the only one who got some money getting back or what have you. Y'all know the Secret Service has lost over $100 billion since COVID. And $87 billion is contributed to unemployment fraud. Now... Y'all, I really, really, truly hope y'all get away. But then PPP loans is about to come and bite y'all in the butt. So please, just be careful out here. Don't be taking no money that you ain't work for because quick money, when money coming to your hands fast, it leave your hands even faster. So y'all just be safe out here, y'all. That's crazy, man. How you playing? Uh, change your name. <laughs> move to Atlanta. Nah, just play. <laughs> no, <laughs> no more niggas coming Don't to Atlanta. Don't move to Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> we, 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 uh, we pet, y'all. We pet. We mm-hmm. in here like sardines. We are. Niggas can't, niggas can't even go up Count Creek no more. 285. Like 285 was supposed to get you around the city in 30 minutes. Ain't gonna happen no more. 285 is a day drive, but <laughs> That's a day drive. You gotta pick the right time to drive nowadays. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't get over everybody no more. But anyway, um, I got a good one, Raven. I got a good one. You do. So, um, Devon Franklin officially files divorce from Megan Good. Now, guys, if you remember, this is the same nigga that was um, they was on stage and uh, a girl in the crowd was like, "Damn, my niggas want to come." A girl in the crowd was like, um, um, it was a lady, it was a church lady, and she was like, "Oh, something about dressing and my and you know not being secular." And he cut her off. He was like, now nah, what we're not going to do, defending his wife. And women did like with that. So I feel like now that he don't got divorced, people are like, damn, man, I'm through with love type shit. Like, this shit is over. They couldn't make it. Woo, 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 And uh, it's just, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, uh, I didn't know he was a pastor neither, though. You feel me? Yeah, oh, like, but, like, like, I feel like. crazy shit. People are always going to look at you crazy because you were past him and you have life going on. But it's life. You're still human. And, you know what I'm saying? You can still go through things and be growing through situations and outgrow people or just change in life type shit. Yeah. It's really interesting. We do have a very traumatizing experience when it comes to, like, what we're supposed to hold the people to the church to and what they even hold themselves to sometimes. But, you know, we all human and. I appreciate, you know, when you with your woman, you fight for her and you fight to the death of her. I don't doubt that even in this divorce, if someone says something disrespectful to Megan Good, he still went step forward. But I feel like that's just true love, you know. And sometimes love bro, is let me tell you, bro. knowing when you got to walk away. What it is, bro. Bro, the best kind of pastors, bro. The best pastors that I done came across, them niggas be ex-hood niggas, bro. For real, bro. Came, For real. You know what I'm saying? They don't been through hell. My uncle's done. You know what I'm saying? I done. Them niggas said, but they ain't want to be out there no more. They mm-hmm. want to get saved. I pulled up to this church one time. They service started at 10 p.m. Sunday night. And it was like, y'all, pull up if you got time. Man was in some ones. Some jeans, a white beater, and this man, this man is giving it to us raw. He ain't talking about. He was like, "Now, most of y'all, y'all about to leave here, you know, go get you some cat or whatever." But they're cool. Just know, align your purposes, align, you know, and grow how you're supposed to grow. And he really did teach some stuff and broke it down on a very Mm. 
youthful level, I feel. But I do feel that I'm and I do respect that. I'm going to no church at 10 p.m. though. I ain't going to lie to you. I, I like it. I like it. I do I do like going at 10 p.m. because then that leave my morning free. Um, then I can get up out of church, you know. I was, I was messing with it. And the music be lit. Like, the people that are available to play keys at 10 p.m. on Sunday, they're immaculate. <laughs> You got a point. You got a point. I ain't even think about that. Yeah, but let's go on hit this. That's not playing at clubs. <laughs> they, got, they, they like, yeah, nigga. They off Sunday nights. Everybody off Sunday night. <laughs> That's funny in the mud. But then you got to go to work in the morning or school in the morning. We, what do we ask for revival? But anyways, I, I get what you're saying. Though. Like Back to the main point of people who've been through a lot definitely can teach a lot. Just like um people who've been through relationships. And, you know, even like, you know, sometimes... When the pastor, uh, they be cheating on their wife or they go through, like, something big in the church and people start leaving the church. Just, that's mm-hmm. when the sermon start getting better because folks start teaching from experiences and life can right. be the greatest teacher. You feel right. me? Right, and that's why Christ uh, got, came down to earth. He said, I got to experience what y'all experience before I can exactly. just tell y'all to that believe. That was 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For sure, for sure. So, let's get into um, the fact that... Yeah, let's get into the fact that um, Kyrie Irving, you know, he was... He was suspended from his home state for a while, but um, it's been a lot of controversy over him because now they're allowing him to practice at home. So at first there was this mandate that he could not even he could not play home games, he could not practice at home. But people were feeling that it was dividing them as a team. So now they're allowing my boy to practice at home now, and people are concerned because they're thinking that oh. That's going to eventually lead to him getting back into the league um, and playing home games, even though he isn't vaccinated. Um, And other people are like, well, I think this is a good compromise. And there's a lot of opinions going around about it. But uh, I do appreciate, you know, him standing for something in a way, but also, like, there being this space of understanding that there are repercussions for the things that you choose. And... I think that allowing him to practice at home but not play home games is a reasonable compromise. Um, mm, so they, they, they had this man where he couldn't practice at his house? No, no, no. Home, like, in New York. Like, he could not, oh, okay. he could okay. not <laughs> practice at the arenas <laughs> in, like, this in the is state. A slave, literally? He's literally a slave? Oh, you can't, can't pick up a ball at all. That's how they be in that, in that bubble. They be like, "Yeah, you can't do shit. Can't nobody come see you. None of that." But um, listen, them folk play basketball for a living. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, well, I ain't gonna say man, cause it's how we get political. Cause I don't know how much I want to be platforming athletes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But in this case, though, um. Uh, he should. I thought he should. He should just get vaccinated. I think it's that's just my thing. But um, if you choose not to, that's on you. And like you said, you gotta deal with the consequences, and you gotta stand stand by that. Respect. I see why you wouldn't. I can see why, but I just think you should. But um, like you said, he deal with the consequences. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what? Um, you had anything else to say to that? <laughs> <laughs> So what else? What else we got on the docket? What's up? What else is happening in the trenches, my brother? Um, I was just gonna probably end on. I just see Joe Biden talking about he wanna uh, he wanna go for re-election. I was gonna say something either about that or about this Lil Wayne Jay Z uh, versus battle. Like, 
I'm from the South too. And you know, people want to be like, oh, we from the South. We don't really fuck with Jay Z like that. Like Lil Wayne probably gonna have it, but I just think uh, I just think what who came after these people and what empires they they built in my eyes. And when I think of Wayne, I think of Nicki Minaj and Drake. When I think of Jay Z, I think of Rihanna and Kanye. And the fact of the matter is, two of these people are billionaires and two of them are not. So I guess it's just like, I think like as far as <laughs> teaching, as far as building a brand and like teaching people how to produce work and get this money the best way, you know how I think Jay-Z got it. But as far as music, as far as lyricism, I could follow the story of Wayne better. Mm, that's some that's real because but both of them are also great storytellers as well though i'll be listening to um, jay-z shit it'd be hard but i won't i ain't gonna just count like i just listen to jay-z all my life like we just heard jay-z albums through middle school and shit like that at least waiting for this nigga to drop but what i will say is i remember lil wayne shit always mm-hmm. like he always having some shit but the only thing my dilemma is i it's hard for me to separate the artist from the art like, I can fuck with Jay-Z when he got going on. I look at black capitalists a little funny sometimes, but uh, with Lil Wayne, though, like, he, this nigga fucked me up on a few occasions and a few yeah. I was just over this nigga, and I was over everything he done did. So, like, we can say he's a great lyricist, but where are that knowledge goes when we're in the interviews? Like, when is this, when is the, where does the genius go when we're sitting down having conversations? Because that is... To me, it's just as important as the art is. So, it's, like I say, it's hard for me to uh, separate the two. But you writing hey, that? Um, when so it come, <laughs> when it come to that, I will say uh, he's up there though. Dang, they, they gonna say versus. they gonna say I ain't from New Orleans. My people, my people shame on me. They gonna say a whole bunch of things. I say that, but yeah, I do agree. I do agree with you because he be saying some wacky <laughs> stuff. Got pardoned by yeah. Trump. I don't even know what he had to do to do that. But as, man. This, this nigga said a few shit, bro. Yeah. A few things. I remember he was like, he was so drunk up on a, um, on some juice or some lean or lick or whatever. He was like, somebody asked him about um, the movement. He was like, I'm rich. What I got to worry about the movement? And, yeah. um, hey, some tough shit to say. I don't know what my ancestors will feel about that one, but I'm going to just, you know what I'm saying, sit my little water. And let these folk make their own money. Because at the end of the day, I'm not mad that a nigga making money. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, that's it for me. Um, um, With Joe Biden, though, nigga, you don't sit your old ass down. So, well, we need somebody that is going to be able to live. Uh, now, I ain't going to say he just going to. I ain't wishing that on him. But we need somebody that is born in this time to leave the country. Because yeah. he, he lived a million years ago. And this is a whole different planet. I'm ready and for a young, young president for sure. New mindset. keeping up with us. Um, I think it's the youth that's going to get us out of a lot of right. these things. They're going to have the innovation that we need to get us out of a lot of issues that we're facing um, overseas, that we're facing in country, and outer space type shit. Like, we, the youth Facts is going to like... bring us in. <laughs> right. This is true. This is true. But that's all I got for um, Trench Talk. Yeah, hmm. that's it, bro. This the last, uh, what I will plug is this the last episode of insecure coming this sunday um and bro i wanted to shout you out because how we did end of an era last week y'all i don't know what type of psychic 
magic powers Josh had to name this episode End of an Era. But then Issa came out with End of an Era as her ninth episode of Insecure. And y'all go support that sister because uh, she's starting to produce some real great things. I can't, like, I'm sad that this season is ending yeah, and Insecure lit. is ending. But I know she about to come with some heat and some fire because she's been producing some really great works out there. And I support her. Beautiful black woman. Shout out to her. Definitely. I manifest working with uh, her. Um, but for sure, for sure. Uh, they're definitely, she's been doing a lot of good work on there. I like how they're capturing the black people, the stories. Some of the episodes I'll be like, eh, but I can see they got different directors, so I'm not mad at that. So Let me ask um, you something, though, because there was a controversy that came up. Um, how do you feel about actors wearing letters that they didn't necessarily... Of like paraphernalia and shit. Yeah. Um, listen, before they even can bring that paraphernalia on the show, the organization itself have to sign off on it. So if your organization signs off on it, it ain't shit you can do. It ain't shit you can feel because them niggas at HQ already made a decision where they can do that. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't even the first time that it was um that it was uh happened in the show. It was just like that because it was the character she was, but it did add later to the character. But like I said, if if the um if the org signed off on it, which they did, because that shit had their whole shield and um like even in insecure, they have times where you can see niggas that was Greek in the show, like um the the security guard that Issa Rae was fucking. I mean that Issa was fucking um on one of the uh, episodes, one mm-hmm. of the older seasons. He was a, he was a bruh, and he had a brand, and you could see when he was fucking. And um, the nigga that she cheated on Daniel with, um, um, what his name is? Uh, no, no, no. I think his name is Daniel. His name is Daniel. And um, the nigga she cheated on Lawrence with is Daniel, the dark skinned nigga with the big old teeth. Oh yeah. He, he was a kappa, and he he was a kappa. He had a brand on him too. But you really, you can't really see them. But the fact that they had the shield on me that they signed off on it. So um, yeah, you gotta just um, follow your what your words say. Like you can't. Y'all gotta be on the one. And mm-hmm. um. They sign up for it. That's it. True stuff, bro. Well, let's go ahead and hit them with our last final thoughts and close this episode out until next time. Yeah, man. I'm really just, uh, y'all stay blessed. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. Um, We hope that you uh, got some content from the show. We did it differently. We in two different spaces. So it's a different feel to it. But it's still an interesting episode. We talked about some good things. Um, Like I said, y'all take care of y'all bodies. And uh, y'all be safe. Yeah, for sure. For y'all folks that are flying, traveling out of state, please, please, please stay guarded up. I know one thing that we don't um, do, or at least I I became black on towards the end of this pandemic, is changing out of the clothes before we sit on any of our house things. So just keeping that stuff in mind, keeping your mask on, making sure you're checking your temperature before you go into big spaces um, because COVID is still very real and we need to guard our temples, y'all. So that's what I want to leave y'all with. Um, uh, two more episodes left of the year, right? Oh, no, this is one of uh, two more episodes more. of the year. So um, thanks for sticking it out with us, y'all. And hopefully we can turn up our last episode, get as many viewers as possible. So tell your family, tell your friends, and get up with us for real, for real. Factuals, factuals, bro. All right, we good? All right, see you, bro.